Thank you so much for checking out Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host. My name is Peter. Sitting across from me is Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> you made it past the dog. Oh, we sat and talked for a little while. You seem like a charming fellow. Uh, these are three things that I know about you. Okay. All right. You ready? Go. Everybody has the same look on their face. It always amazes me. I'll, I'll, never, I'll never get used to it. Terrified. Why? Well, it's going to come out of your mouth. Well, uh, first of all, you're, you're English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I. That's actually not in the notes, and I didn't <laughs> glad, know that. I, I didn't know that in, until you walked in, and I went, "This guy's from Australia." Uh, you're 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 from England. Am I the first English person on the podcast? We have a lot of Canadians. Um, <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot like. Um, I I think you might be. I Sa- I could be wrong. Same old lady on the money. I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, so you've been here since you said 2009, 2010? Uh, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two around two thousand eleven. So you were a child when you got here. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, how, how how old are you? And you don't have to tell us, but most guys don't care, right? I'm thirty six years old. Okay, so you've been here since your twenties. I can't do that kind yeah, of math. Yeah, I was around. I was around twenty seven. All right, and you came here to explore a new world. Why Why did you come to the United States? Uh, I met a girl on the internet. Like, oh, right. Every great love story. Is that the girl you're homie you met on, um, um, on, uh, on, on Tumblr? Tumblr. Yeah. That's not a dating site. <laughs> it's not a dating site. Okay. No. Well, did, did it work out? Uh, it didn't. It did not work out. Ah, no. you, you know, it worked out. In you're in a sense. podcast now. You're you're in my studio, so it worked the, out for the you. The relationship didn't work out. Okay, but the um the life path worked out. I Pro- think. I'm a big fan of exploring where you've been and how you've got to the point that you are like literally today. And I'm not saying this is the pivotal point of your life. It might be, <laughs> but I, I really started thinking about it like recently on a bigger scale than I'm an older dude. And I, on episode 206, I had my ex-girlfriend and my wife sit down in the same in Rosieland and they talked and we talked mm-hmm. and I told my ex-girlfriend and you wrecked me. For a while, you fucked my world up. Like I didn't see that coming. You broadsided me, kid, and it messed me up for a little while. And and I then I said, but thank you, because that led to this, that led to this, that led to the person that's sitting next to you. You know, and, and if you if you kind of tear back life sometimes, you you especially if your life's okay. You strike me as your life's okay. You got a cool beard, got some tattoos, got a Smurf shirt. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, we're gonna work <laughs> on making it better. <laughs> Um, so are you a citizen? Because I need you to vote. Uh, you seem smart. I'm I'm not a citizen. No. I'm, oh, get out. Um, no, no. I'm you seem a, okay. You can stay. I'm a resident-ish. That's a whole resident-ish. We could, we could talk about that. <laughs> Maybe you should have. They're, they're, they're going to come get you. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole. I I got a whole thing going on. It's, with it's that. probably best you you because you can jam if you need to. I don't think I'd ever become. A citizen i don't i'm not really a nationalistic yeah, yeah. type of person I'm, uh-huh. I'm not british and proud yeah yeah but at the same time i don't think i feel strongly enough to become an american me neither so yeah, I, I just think, want to be french uh i don't want to be french either <laughs> have that's you been to sure. paris it's pretty cool i'm just a, i'm just a citizen of the world good you know? good for you where else have you been um just here Oh okay. no, I, uh, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I've been I've been to a few places in, yeah. in Europe. You know, French, Hol- uh, French, Holland, Estonia, Latvia. See, those sound Iceland. cool. Iceland. I've been to Iceland. Iceland's cool, and I've been I've been to France. Uh, are you, when's the last time you went home to England? You're from Worcestershire. Uh, I can't say that Worcester. word. I got I got a bottle of that yeah. stuff in my refrigerator. I don't know why I don't use it. 
I think it was part of a recipe or something. Does that go bad? Um, no, it's actually the story goes that it's. Um, <laughs> You're the ambassador of. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a whole case for if uh-huh. you're listening. Sure. Lee, Lee and Perrin's Worcestershire Sauce sure. Company. The story goes, and they can correct me if I'm wrong on this. We're in, no, they won't. We're, we're in regular communication. Okay. That it was a sauce that was made at Lee and Perrin's. They tried it and they were like, this is disgusting. It, it's not good. Well, it was worse than it is now. Yeah. And then they kind of put it in the cellar okay. for a few years. Someone took it out again and it aged. Oh, happy accidents. That it, yeah, that it that it tasted better than when it then it went in. You can and do so, that with a lot of things though. Right, puffin. Yeah, I apparently need to be aged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I will though. I'd go back to Iceland. If you're listening, you haven't been to Iceland, go now. Before America puts Starbucks and McDonald's there. They're not trying to buy that one yet. No, not not yet. Uh, second thing I know about you, two things. Echo Base, what is that? That is a... Probably the reason you're here. That was actually the first thing, but then I figured I'd run with that English thing. Well, um, that's a vintage toy store mm-hmm. that I work at. Do you see is... my Hot Wheels? Oh, yeah. What are they nice. worth? Are they worth like hundreds of dollars? They're worth as much as your Beanie Baby collection that you the, showed the, me the, right before This we one's went made in England. On air. It is? Yeah, yeah. Usually Matchbox is made in England and Hot Wheels. Is- I, this is a Matchbox. I think this is a Hot Wheels. Ah, okay. I'm fairly certain uh, um, this is Matchbox. These other two are Hot Wheels. I got those from my older cousins. I, mean, I know enough about that, to, but they I know they're not worth anything. Go ahead. I interrupted. Echo Base. Uh, it is a vintage toy store that is adjacent to a print shop called Rebel Reprints mm-hmm. in the Milk District. Yes, and uh, you guys don't sell Beanie Babies. You don't sell Matchbox cars. You don't sell a NASCAR. No NASCAR. No NASCAR. No. There's a, I have a sticker someplace with a list of things that you don't that uh, you'd rather not have people that's, call up and ask about. That's the sticker that I made, and it doesn't even say our company you, name on it. I, I love <laughs> I, I love your advertising. <laughs> yeah, it just I think yeah. it says um, Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. Beanie Babies, uh, NASCAR diecast, and. Furby? Yeah, Furby. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. the other one. I, my accountant, and he's the best accountant in the world, but if you walk in, he has a home office like every good accountant should. You walk in and to the right is his his office and directly in front of you is a huge cabinet and it's lit up and it's behind glass. like at the collection's behind, And it's nothing but, but uh, Beanie Babies. I would advise you to get a new, ac- a new accountant. <laughs> he's, so because he's so good. He's so <laughs> good. <laughs> I think it's meant to throw off the riffraff. Like I, I love the fact that he ha- he has yeah. that there, prominently displayed in his house. You know, that's got to. You know, some of them have kind of repeat pattern. I, I don't like doubt skin, it. Skin, I yeah. guess. Beanie I, baby skin is yeah. the one that's just money. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, at the front. Are any of those worth anything? I think that it's urban myth. Okay, I have another sticker that's of the Princess Diana. Uh, beanie baby bear <laughs> and it just um it just says it doesn't say we don't sell them again it just says echo base collectibles and i changed the the tie logo on the ear to say f you instead <laughs> <laughs> maybe it says we don't sell them i don't know yeah uh, so what do you sell you, you got what you got like star wars in there or something yeah a lot of yeah. the a lot of the 70s 80s classics um Scott Lucas owns the store. And you said where it's located. And then what's Rebel Reprints? It is a um, stick. It's mainly stickers. And then we do a little fine art printing as well. That's cool. It's kind of started off with a little bit of a lean towards the tattoo industry because yeah, yeah. of Scott's background. But 
we um we moved into the space that we're in about three years ago. So do a lot more local business and cool stuff since. Got then. a website for both someplace? Uh, I would say check out the Instagram okay. for Echo Base Collectibles. Like that's, that's like the new website, isn't it? Right. Also, yeah. the website is um, we have a store up for Echo Base, but okay. things get things get bought in the physical store and Faster they don't. Then you can yeah, they don't necessarily yeah. get changed on the on the actual one. Hours? When are you open? We are open noon till six. Tuesday through Sunday. These are slacker hours. You have a slacker hours business. Well, I work two jobs. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I want. I have slacker hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, there's no way you're going to get in here before noon. You know, it's it's. Uh, I would love to just roll up at noon and leave at six every day. That's that's my dream. Yeah, those are your hours, but you're working after and you're working before. You just don't want to talk to anybody. Right. Yeah, I, I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like what you do. I um. So what you want to be when you grow up? I, I like the print business. Yeah. Client-facing work is not my speciality. I, I You know, I've paid people to design and, and stickers and stuff for me, and I, I'm a pain in the ass, and I think I'm a pretty nice guy and easy to get along with. I But I'll, I'll come to you like with art kind of in hand and go, you know, you need to like tweak this the way you will. Show me one and odds are you'll be okay. Right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm artistic enough where I can kind of draw out what I want and let you like, just do it. Here is this stick, man. Please make it pretty. <laughs> yeah. You know, Love I, Peter. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I, 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 I'm to the point where you probably might've changed it too much. And I'm like, no, make it more like what I drew and what yeah, I'll supply you with something that's actually fairly good. Yeah. Like it's not uh, done on crayons. Uh, luckily, luckily, most of the time we're printing other, well, you, other yeah, people's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's going to look like crap, we kind of, we just tell people. We yeah. Don't, we don't want to print something. But it's that just looks easier like that way. Garbage, if you're, if you you're know? honest with your, with your clients, they're in the end, they're going to respect you more. You know, hey, there's a million print companies in town. Maybe one of them can do it. I don't want to put out something that's going to look like garbage and not represent you correctly or represent me correctly. Yeah. You know, and and as long as you're nice about it. Yeah, that's it. And honest, honestly, like that's why we prefer people to go local. local yeah. Because sticker mule ain't gonna tell you. Yeah. They're just gonna. I I admit I went through my sticker company, but isn't local, and I got like five million stickers. For, <laughs> well, you probably got a better price for like as eight well. bucks. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I got stickers coming out of my ears, um, but they're not good. Like you can see them right there in that, that old ashtray. Oh yeah, yeah. They're 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 not like a, the, the I replace the one on the back of my car about every three months because it will start to fade or just peel off. Your stickers won't do that. Hopefully. I mean, we do live in Florida. Yeah, but it's they have a longer shelf. Like I, I do on the back of my car, I have a, a bigger sticker from one of your competitors. Mm-hmm. And that one's like, it's bulletproof so far. And it's been on there for a couple of years versus the garbage stickers I give to my the people. Who, <laughs> but I'm giving them for free. Like if you want That's a sticker, it, yeah. if you want, like I'll send you an envelope full of stickers. Just email me a nice message. Include your e- your address. I get I get emails, hey, can I have some stickers? Mm-hmm. And then they won't supply their address. Include your address and I'll send you stickers for free. Yeah, it, It's that simple. So I'm not going to send you a sticker that costs me a dollar. I'm going to send you like eight stickers that cost me 10 mm-hmm. cents each. It's a better deal for everybody involved. 
it's a better deal for everyone involved. Except you wanna... who's in the sticker business. <laughs> right. That's it. Thanks we'll talk after. Way to cannibalize the business. Thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll talk after. <laughs> um, hey, also, graphic designers, why use them? Just use, use Fiverr online. <laughs> no, I, I've actually used Fiverr. What a fucking horrible yeah. th- thing that was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and they were mad because I left a bad review. Like, you know, and I'm like, yeah. he's like, well, just make the review go away. It's like, well, just try harder, you know, <laughs> you know learn how to design. I, I would say that your review should just say, I got what I paid for. Yeah. Well, I paid like 20 bucks. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, you know, upcharged. yeah, I got, I got, I, yeah. I didn't get the $5 package. I got the $20 package. And finally, after my, my, uh, uh, fourth revision, like where it looked a little like what I sent them. Uh, I like just keep my fucking money. I'm just gonna leave you a bad review. <laughs> and uh, here's here's my other thing I know about you. Uh, on your Facebook it says Bauhaus built to spill. Uh, Circle takes squares, which is a band I don't even know. The future heads pulp minor threat neutral a neutral mu- mu- neutral milk hotel. These are all cool bands. And then it says Bush. Oh yeah, I'm worried about Bush. Why? Man, why Bush? I love I love some '90s butt rock. Yeah, I really do. Actually, I rolled up to the uh, gas station, the off-brand gas station that's really near here, not yeah, the yeah. 7-Eleven. Yeah, and the last night at about seven o'clock, and some guy was blasting swallowed okay <laughs> wasn't even pu- like he was in parked- my neighborhood he must have come from another neighborhood he was parked at the pump yeah but he wasn't even pumping he was like sat next to the pump with his head in his oh hands. so he was in it was he enjoying it from the gas station speaker no or was, was he playing in his car, his car. <laughs> okay he, that was the point that he cho- he chosen to have his bush moment yeah i don't know what was going on in that guy's life but I was like, so. Do you really like the Bush? Yeah, I love Bush. Okay, I love, is it because he's English and Gavin Rossdale's dreamy? He is pretty dreamy. Yeah, he was, he's a handsome fellow. He's and, a good-looking guy. And he 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 got to be with Gwen Stefani, which you got to give him credit for that. Also, yeah, he's a good-looking guy for sure. Yeah, he, um, yeah, I think he might have peaked, but he's still doing okay. He's got a cool house. Like I, I don't know if it's cool anymore, but like in 1995 or 98 or whatever, when it was on uh, Cribs on MTV, like probably like the last day I watched MTV. Yeah, he had a really bitchin' like a, a townhouse, like in London, someplace. And this is where Gwen keeps her scar clothes. Kind of. Yeah. yeah it, it was. I know he had like a real. Uh, well, who's the lady who did the design work for the Sex Pistols? Vivian something. Oh, uh, Westwood. Vivian Westwood. Yeah. He had real Vivian Westwood stuff hanging, and and like it was. It, it it puts my little minor league poster collection to shame and he got to sleep with Gwen Stefani. They weren't really that big in England. They were the, they were the band growing up for me that did better in the US than yeah. they did in England. Like I remember coming here on vacation, going to the 192 flea market uh-huh. and being like, finally I can <laughs> get that bush shirt that I wanted. Dead Slipknot and yeah, yeah, yeah. mud vein and yeah. stuff, stuff like that. I think I might have bought a bush record from there along uh, with... Uh, Primus, the Brown album. I, like, like, that's I not even like the good album. I know, man. <laughs> I like early Primus. I don't. I don't. I. I saw them. I. I. I think it's genius, but it's gone into jam bandy, and I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was like? I was gonna make fun of Bush some more. Um. Oh, I saw. It wasn't even Bush. Whatever. What was the band that came out after Bush? Started with a Z, I think, or something. I don't know. Ever. I bet Everclear's on there. I love Everclear. Everclear's on there too, but <laughs> yeah. I kind of love Everclear. Yes, but uh, I don't, it, it seemed less like I didn't expect you to have Bush on there. So yeah. I, I, I was just wanted to make sure you're okay. It wasn't like code for help me. No, it's, I, th- I think 
Bush, Everclear, and Placebo. They're my big. I like three. Placebo. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't know if there was another record besides that one with a uh, with like a friend of weed is a friend indeed or something on it. What yeah. was that? Yeah, that one wasn't my favorite. I the first one has this kid on the on the front of it. That's okay, like pulling a face. I'm gonna make the face to you now. Okay, um, go for it, please. Go. I like see. I like that. And I used to look like that kid when oh. I was that when that album came on, out on as purpose, well. like without pulling your face. Yeah, you're a handsome look, man. Well, I was. What a, happened? I, I don't know. I was, okay, I was a child trying to replicate that album. Cover. Grew, grew in your body. I finally grew into my body. Yeah, yeah. it took this whole time. <laughs> I um. Is Bush still together? No, I'll just interview about Bush. I think this they was, are. This is I don't know. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't they probably play Florida all the time. I mean, that's a band that would do good in Florida, right? Uh three things. Without thinking about this, don't don't overthink it. Your top three bands, singer, songwriters, or musical performers in your world right now, as you sit there, not including Bush, go. I did overthink it. I know. Everybody does. That's Yeah. Okay, go. Uh number one, is this tied into records as well? However you perceive the the, the, you know, the but, question. Uh, num- just tired. Num- number one of all time for me is more of a record than a band. Okay. Uh, at the drive-in relationship of Command. Okay, that's their first or second record? That's, I think that might be their... It's the one with like the satellite dishes on it? No. Okay. That's, I think that's in Casino Out. Okay. Uh, it's the, It's got a yellow front cover. It okay. was the first one that was on a major label. I think Rick Rubin. I, I feel like I like it. that album also. It's a good, solid. It, yeah, that came out when I was 16, 17. That I hadn't heard anything like that before. Just yeah, yeah. Totally changed my life. Um, I think probably, and you mentioned them before from Facebook, Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah, yeah. It's a band that... They're back together, aren't they? Or are they just making records and touring? Like I think just intermittently. I don't know if they're making any records. Yeah. I think they you know, they need a few bucks and they'll... I should do that. They'll, they'll wheel that out. I should join out. that band. Yeah. Yeah. One more. Well, Built to Spill just played, and they had some bozos that they just kind of brought in. I think Neutral Milk can do it as well. I think the the last one in that's this is where it kind of gets hard because I just love I love music. Yeah, I would probably go for and it's I want to say like a classic band, like older band because it has more cool points. But, but there are no wrong answers. I'm it's gonna ha- go, well, however, I'm going to go new LCD sound system. Okay, I see. I, I like the fact that the, the, but he got. Like he's doing music again, isn't he? They are. Yeah. See, I wish he should stop. I wish they would just stop. Just stop. If you say you're gonna stop, stop. Mm-hmm. I I, I love Jane's Addiction forever, and then they started again. Just stop. You don't. You don't. You can do other things. Just just let it go. Just yeah. move on. And I I I I don't pretend to understand the itch. Like I've I've only like this is like the most creative thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And and I I'd like to think when some when I I feel like i'm bad at it which might be now uh i'll go i've enough sense to to shoot a dying horse and walk away from it number two thing what's one thing that the world needs to know about that that you need to endorse you should you you have this platform there's literally tens of hundreds of people listening right now yeah one thing that that is in your world it could be a restaurant or a shoe brand or a grooming product or something not not uh Rebel reprints or or Echo Base. Well, they're in, good too. In 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 this is this is one of the things that I love the most. But in telling people about it, uh-huh. I, it's also something I kind of want to keep secret. Okay, because you don't want the world to know about it, right? Okay, I get that. I'm going to talk about it anyway. Okay, good. That's you, my that's it's big of you. you yeah, yeah. I know, I'm so generous. I know, right? Uh, shopgoodwill.com. Okay, is stuff that shows up in Goodwills, but they've got their own version of eBay. 
Okay, I, I think the, I've been the, on that. Yeah, the, yeah, they run. Do you buy stuff on there? Because it seems really overpriced. It, sometimes it's overpriced. Yeah. So the key is miss mislisted oh. or badly listed items. Oh, so you're ripping off Goodwill. Yeah, you got to find the things that, like, it's got a typo in it. Yeah. Like boonie babies or something like that. Okay, but you're not buying boonie babies. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> okay, so that's where I get the money. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> see, that that's interesting. I've never thought about that. When I was selling vintage, I used to try to figure out a price for stuff. And, of course, I'd go around in a couple of different, like, sources, and I would grab. And they, they seemed to be whatever it was absolutely worth. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, yeah. you're saying rip them off and buy stuff that they missed priced. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've bought a few things for the for Echo Base collectibles, just because we think it's cool and we've paid market value. Yeah, just no, to have it there. just because you you're not going to sell it. It's it's yeah. it's Yoda or something. We, yeah, we had some Dune action figures. Okay, that's fun. Time. Yeah, have you seen that film? Yeah, you yeah. like it? Yes. Yeah, that's a classic. It's isn't it like three and a half hours long? <laughs> and Sting's long, like in yeah. some like gold underwear or something. You don't need to watch it many times. Yeah, Sting gold underwear. I feel like. Is, he's in that film, right? He's the sandworm, I think. Oh, of course, he is. Sting, <laughs> Sting will always be the sandworm. The snake hips of his. Yeah, I I, uh, I remember taking a girl to see that in the theater in Fort Pierce, and I'd stolen a bottle of cognac out of a repossessed car from the bank I worked at, and I had a trench coat because I was that guy. But I, I had a trench coat before it, it was trench coat re- represented people who kill people. <laughs> I, or, I, or flashers or flashers i was yeah. probably more of a flasher the teenage flasher yeah. to other teenage people were you wearing anything underneath no no I, I was coat? i was i was probably wearing a trench coat with like a whole like 50 band pins and i probably had a bolo tie on because that's a big move for a date to just yeah. take a bottle of cognac well no it wasn't a bottle of cognac i poured cognac into hot chocolate and i snuck two hot chocolates in under my trench coat that's and nice. we, then we watched uh dune or some of it yeah and then i think i might have touched the booby and we left so I've never seen the whole film, but I want to see it because it reminds me of boobies. Mm-hmm. But I also know that it's a lot of work. The one I, I, I'm admitting and saying I'm not a regular listener, but the other, one of the other podcasts I listened to before coming on. Yeah, did I tell that story? Started, you talked about touching a boob for the first I time. I like boobies yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of an ass guy. Are you? Yeah, my wife's got a really good butt. Like, and yeah. I, I like I like playing with it. I like slapping it. Mm-hmm. I like I like the whole thing. But she also has really really cool boobies. So I'm I'm I I, I think I'm more of a boob guy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, it's I think I I think I changed. I think I experienced a uh, an ass renaissance. Oh, wow, that's at nice. Some point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, renaissance. Yeah. Oh, literally renaissance. Yeah, a yeah. renaissance. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. Well, um. As long as it's it's consensual and the the person who was asked you want to touch, then that that's that's good. Good for you. I got a really great hat from a, an Orlando <laughs> an Orlando brand called V and M. Yeah, I know those dudes. Yeah. I think they live like somewhere yeah, one near of them, here. One like, of them lives. Yeah, like yeah. Two blocks I bought away. socks from them. They're very comfortable. Yeah, I have yeah. a hat from them that just says "Wet Boobs." Of course. And yeah. apparently. Someone asked them, hey, why does it say wet boobs? It's because what's better than boobs? Because wet boobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because <laughs> wet boobs. Uh, um, and the third thing is uh, give me one tip because I want to improve my life. One tip that that I can improve my life on. Some sort of life tip. Um, do you have trouble sleeping? Uh, all the time. Yeah. If you drink about five beers right before you go to bed, yeah, then... Like a baby. Really? You think that's it? <laughs> that's it. That's I don't my think... life. That's a little life hack from you. Not a lot of people. I see. I, that. I find it, I, 
I think that's why I cut back on my drinking because I find the drinking makes me sleep less. Really? Maybe because I'm older and I've drank a whole lot more than you. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that is no, more... No, that's a good one. Like, it's, it's, we're going to go on that. I'm, tonight, I'm drinking five beers. More useful for I'm drinking No, because, because that, that's a good one. Everybody find out, your, everybody out there drink sp- five beers tonight. Just find your own spot until you black out. Yeah, that's yeah. I've based the life around that. Do you drink every day? I do drink every day, yeah. Okay, do you think that's a problem or is it under control? Because I always kind of run that, is this a problem? You know, I, I, I honestly think about it a lot and I wonder what the difference between like being a functioning alcoholic is uh-huh. and what like I enjoy drinking. So I feel like you're English. So you can get away with it. Well, that's the thing, but I didn't drink till I moved here. So okay. So you're American English, and you can get I'm away with it. I'm an American drinker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I think I, at no point do I ever go, I need to have a drink during the working day. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, not many nights go by where I don't go, I'm going to have a beer right now. But do many mornings go by that you aren't hungover or are hungover? Or are you hungover most mornings? Because that might be a problem. That's the thing. I my That's why I don't think I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. I have a- absolute... <laughs> I'm sorry. Con- that's not funny. Yeah, there are alcoholics <laughs> listening and they're mad at me right, right. now. Right. Yeah. But, they have but, control of their But bodies. at the same time, maybe I'm fooling myself. I don't yeah. know. Email... Email Peter if sure. you think that I might be an alcoholic. Yeah, we'll have an intervention. Um, yeah. But I never... It is rare for me to ever drink more than... Five beers. Five to six beers. Okay, that's good. That's like... I might... The most I've ever had might have been like seven or eight. Oh, that's... that's. I, I remember when I was younger, I'd drink like 13. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. How, how can you drink 13 of anything over the course of six hours? Well, I... You... I would spend the majority of the time peeing. Where, where, where was, where was I putting so. that beer? Like, I, I remember I'd wake up in the morning. I'd have like 12, 13. I have a habit of taking the beer cap, especially if I'm out mm-hmm. and putting in my pocket as some weird trophy to myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. But I remember I'd take them out and, and count them and be proud of myself. And I, I distinctly remember when I was like 17 drinking 13 beer. But you're a knucklehead. Well, you weren't. Yeah. You were... Uh, I am now. Were you at Hogsworth or something? Where do English kids go to school? Um, Worcester Royal Grammar School. Okay, I, 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 I did. Does, is that as English as it sounds? Did you wear a uniform? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the girls wear those skirts? Actually, was, I said that so perverted. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not now, but at the time, it was an all boys school. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah a lot of fighting, a lot of circle jerks. Uh, <laughs> just a few games of soggy biscuit. Every, <laughs> I don't like, even know what that time. is. Okay. Yeah, I, I can never say something that I think is funny without giggling. Yeah. And I, I got past a lot of fighting, a lot of circle jerks. But then you said soggy biscuit. Yeah. Is that a thing or did you make that up on the top I of your head? I That's definitely a thing. It's just the American version is a limp biscuit. Okay, I don't. I know what. I, what is that? Remind us. I'm, mom. I'm really sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really I'm sorry. Making, if you're he listening. seems like says the nice boy. What's your mom's yeah. name? Sandra. Sandra. He's he's very nice. He's got a he's got a suit on. I don't even understand why he dressed up for this. No pants. No, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, what is a, a limp biscuit? So the story goes. Okay. That a group of gentlemen from limp biscuit post post pubescent age. Okay. All right. Will uh, stand around a biscuit. Now in England, I oh. I always presume that was a, a like a cookie. Yeah, yeah. But it, the kids. In the U.S. Oh no! I don't know. I don't know if they're using the biscuit. Yeah. Um, 
that you typically associate with the uh, the American language. Yeah, yeah. But you all um, facilitate yourselves. Okay, to ejaculation around the biscuit, and the last one to oh, reach the- climax. That's the good thing, though. It's the one that eats the biscuit. But you you should not come fast when circle jerk. I mean, unless you're into that. Yeah, and, and that's if you really are aroused by biscuits or other dudes or something, then yeah. that's cool. I don't know, man. But soggy biscuit, that's is that what you said? I never I've never I've never met anyone that We said it. So this is urban an English urban myth. Urban myth, yeah. I feel like Fred Durst has done it. I don't want to say that he has for sure. Because you're afraid he'll beat you up, right? He hasn't. Yeah, said he hasn't. Hasn't. Yeah. Not. You know what's dumb about it. me, and I'm not a fan of Limp Bizkit at all, ever, on any on any level, and I've seen him by mistake in concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what chocolate starfish was. <laughs> yeah. I Not a clue. Yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, there was one episode early on when I, I say, uh, do it all for the, the, uh, the noogie. <laughs> that's, I, yeah. And I, that's how little I care about Limp Bizkit. And now I care even less. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. He was... Um... He was doing juice fasts for a little while. I'd like to. So know. he's taking care of himself. Yeah, he that's went, nice. He went on a juice fast kind of kick. I want to know how he's getting on, Fred. If you're listening, yeah, please he, let us know how the juice fast thing is going. I, I'm intrigued by. I don't need to talk to him or want to know about him, but I'm intrigued by him because, unlike you two, he's just sort of disappeared. Yeah, which is good. He's got fuck you money, so he can do whatever he wants. And I'm intrigued by fuck you money. I want fuck you money. I would love to have fuck you money. I, I, I and every now and then he'll pop up and he'll like produce a really terrible film or direct a film. And I think Limp Bizkit's got back together. I, I didn't care when they were a thing. He was doing that thing with John Travolta, I think. He was I don't doing. know what that is. Please tell me, please. Um, I don't know what movie it was. I just remember seeing John Travolta in a wig that wasn't his regular wig. Okay. And he looked pretty disheveled. Okay. And some pictures showed up. I'm on... going to Google this the minute we get done with this. <laughs> yeah. I, I Don't you feel sorry for John Travolta? You know, not really because he's got fuck you money. But why is he doing things? Why does he do those films? I don't know. I, I, he's, because he's done good films. You think that's kind of Two a, of them. And that's kind of a Michael Jackson thing where you get thrown into the limelight so young that it kind of messes you up. Slightly. I guess he was on Welcome Back Carter, Cotta, Cotta, Welcome Back, whatever. The, he played Vinnie Barbarino in the 70s on a TV show. Child stars, man. That's what? 50-50 if it works out. And he, he was in The Boy in, in the uh, the Bubble. He was in that as a, as a and then he did it, uh, Saturday Night Fever. And then yeah. it was all, like, Greece, he was in Greece. Those, from, that's good. From there, you're like a megastar. You're the biggest, at that point in time, you're one of the biggest stars in the world yeah but i, I don't know I, I don't i don't pretend to to know what it would be like if i became famous and people were giving me lots of money mm. would i take it i pretend i always pretend like i'd have some sort of integrity it's like no no drugs and boobies and and, and money for me no i i have integrity in podcasting or <laughs> whatever it is that this is um integrity but, in podcasting there's no yeah. such thing have you seen podcasters <laughs> we're the worst uh, I one time I sold furniture. I didn't sell furniture. Uh, somebody else sold furniture to Kelly Preston, his wife, and I carried my gr- I carried all her bags out to her car. I didn't know who she was. Oh yeah, not not a clue. Is I she ca- nice? She seemed nice. She had a nice minivan. It, the doors open on both sides. I was pre- I was very impressed by that. Yeah. She hit a button and both the doors like a opened. De- Delorean? No, it was a minivan. <laughs> uh, it had a baby seat in it, I think. I, I, but uh, 
I was working at a furniture store and she bought a bunch of stuff and a lot of it was like going to get delivered, but she wanted to take some of the stuff off the floor and people were being really nice to her. I didn't understand. So we sold her like things off the floor mm-hmm. and then uh, they, they were like, okay. And, and I went, do you need help carrying that? And the girls who sold them furniture didn't realize that you could carry stuff and talk to. So I carried them out, like all the stuff out and they, yeah. I got back in and they were mad at me. And she uh, tip you? No. I wouldn't expect her to. Like, bitch. I mean, I, I would have <laughs> Kelly Preston <laughs> is a bitch. John Travolta. Is, are they married still? Uh, I don't know. I, I, if they are, yeah. I'd say it's for sure. Yeah, I, I think I could have fucked her. <laughs> you probably, <laughs> you probably could have, you probably could have fucked Johnny as well. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, I got back in and they, they, they let me know who it was. They said, "That's Kelly Preston." I said, "I don't know who that is." Yeah. And they, they said, "That's John Travolta's wife." And I said, "I don't really care." Um, I think she's a beard. What's that mean? It's uh, like uh, a show, a show wife. Like uh, who was Tom Cruise married to as well? Oh, that girl. Um, um, she was in movies. Uh, she was like a, a teen person. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he's there's there's a whole thing that he's closeted. Like he's a homosexual yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Is, are they called beards? A beard. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That 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 was the the old movie studio. Oh. Term. Well, he's it's, got a couple kids, right? It's weird now that that's even not that thing. that not like, that that makes you gay or not gay, but I mean, right. it, like at some point, I, I don't know. I but, don't. But yeah, who cares? I don't give a shit. I I, don't, I admire him more if he was gay. I don't know why. <laughs> Does, am I racist? Am yeah. I a homophobe if I admire him more because he's gay? I don't know. I definitely admire him less if he is and he can't. He can't just deal with that. And I I know there's it, there's, but, there's a, but at the same time, I'm a straight white male like can't imagine how difficult it is, it is to, to tell be, the whole world yeah you're yeah, exactly again it goes into i i i, I tried to put myself in other people's shoes but i can't imagine what it's like being john travolta yeah i'm sure it's kind of cool but uh I, I don't know i don't know he's he's got a nice house i've seen pictures of it was it on mtv cribs no no no, no. It, we, we used to get these architectural magazines in from from time to time in the furniture store, and some of our art that we that I carried to Kelly Preston's car was in the magazine. I said I carried that. Was this in Florida? Yes, yeah. He lives out uh, up North Florida. He has a, a house that has like a, a full runway behind it. He can land gotcha. a very very big airplane behind it and have a nice Florida tax break as well. Yeah, that's why a lot of those children live here. Uh, did you ask me your question? I don't think so. Oh, no. Please ask me your first and only the first of okay. these questions. Please. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to the notes on my. Th- Phone, even though it's like one sentence long that's fine i, I wanted you to get it I perfect be able to do it i just got this uh, new phone that recognizes my face as well that's, that's cool. cool congratulations yeah, thanks you're welcome um okay so you you called me the other week yes i don't remember this at all and <laughs> you, you called me yeah and you asked for jordan okay and i wanted to know who's jordan uh, no i oh. wanted to know if you really were calling for me just didn't want to seem like you were bugging me about the podcast and sub question if you've ever re- i'm guessing you weren't doing that but i wondered if you'd ever made a phone call and pretended to be somebody else oh no no that was a mistake okay like, I, because i owned it right you did yeah because <laughs> yeah. i frequently like you walked in i didn't know you were coming today for, <laughs> also for sure true, yeah yeah and, and i have a system in place there's that like literally there's my my uh my calendar right there and your name is in it, but I wasn't sure if you're coming today. And you, I had you down for 11. And I, I talked to you about this when we came in. I, I really wasn't sure if you're coming. And then you were nice enough to text me. Normally, like if I was sure you were coming, 
you would get a text saying, hey, here's the address. You need to uh, have three questions. This is what you need to do. And I send you a picture of my house. I try not to send my address out until the last minute because I don't necessarily need the whole world to know where I live. I make people angry sometimes. I don't yeah. know why. DJ John Travolta is really mad at me. <laughs> DJ, <laughs> DJ Die. You'll be able to find I'm very at... sure she can beat me up too. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I, that was, I, I was trying to call um, another person who was in here a couple of days ago and book him. But while I had you on the phone, I was like, hey, man, let, let's do this. Yeah. So um, that's that explains why I don't remember talking to you because it was an accident. It was an accident. Yeah. So I... I the older I get, to try to, uh, the more I try to own my accidents and apologize if they're inconvenient. So, have you, have you ever deliberately accidentally called somebody though? Deliberately accidentally called somebody. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think so. Not not that I remember. Are you talking about like like a girl or something? Yeah, like oh oh hey sorry, but you just really wanted to talk to them. I don't think so. Oh, I butt dog. I generally don't like talking to people, so this is what I do for a living. I, I I like this. I don't like the phone, and I definitely don't like texting people. I hate talking to people on the phone. Yeah, it's amazing that I picked up. Yeah, we we were you like that as a kid? Because I I could sit and talk to like my high school girlfriends for hours and hours. I, Not a clue. I was I was probably the last generation that talked yeah. to their girlfriend or boyfriend yeah, yeah. on the house phone yeah and i was definitely the last generation where if someone else picked up the the line oh, that was someone, the worst. Was someone yeah yeah someone was on it i, I would um, i would drop my girl i i was 18 when i graduated from high school so i didn't really have a, a curfew i mean I, I did but i i was like i'm 18 i can do whatever i want and and i was a good kid like i mean i, I would drink but i wasn't like I'm for the, the most part. I only had thirteen. Oh, I, I was gonna. I, I was gonna say for, I, next to was in my mouth. For the most part, especially when I was dating my girlfriend, she wasn't allowed to drink, and her parents were very strict. So you know, if I had a beer or two, that was a lot. Yeah. So um, and I drop her off, and I wouldn't go out again because I wanted to call her up. Like so, I'd go home like at eleven and call her eleven fifteen, and we would talk till like two thirty in the morning. I couldn't do that if my life depended on this is what i do for a living now yeah. and i liked her i mean i like you but i don't want to touch your breast i wish that this podcast was you from then hosting it that'd be funny for, for, i would have such a hard on just three, because <laughs> for three hours you just go what are you thinking about <laughs> you, no you hang up no you hang up no i just want to listen to you breathe i can't even imagine this is stupid uh question number one for you What's the most ridiculous adult trauma you've witnessed that you could not believe? It's just tantrum, just just a, a ridiculous tantrum, not trauma. Tantrum. Got to be over beanie Man. babies. Just straight like lo like losing it. Yeah, yeah. Hope you can cut out some of the dead air. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I, I'll, 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 I'll tighten this up. It's fine. Um. I can give you an example while you're thinking. We went to a taste of Baldwin Park years ago, which is Baldwin Park is right near my home. Yeah. And it's where these pretty good restaurants usually set up little booths and you get teeny little plates and it's about 40 bucks to get in, but you get a lot for, for and all the money goes to like March of Dimes or something. And there's usually beer and wine flowing. And we were leaving and I saw what I'm assuming was like a Winter Park dude. I'm just assuming uh because and 
he had $40, two $20 bills, and he tore them up and threw them in the air and was bitching that that he didn't understand why they couldn't give him full full plates of food. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. Like you're an adult. It's such an emergency. <laughs> you need a bigger plate of, yeah. of something from Fiddler's Green. You know, like I, you, it, it's... It's not like it's not like this was the best food in the world. It's not you know it wasn't right. Popeyes or anything. These were fairly good restaurants in town, and he he was freaking out and made a bit and then stormed off like like a little baby and and they picked up his twenty dollars his forty dollars though they they picked it up and I feel like when you're driving in Florida you see a disproportionate amount of road rage to like what's happened. Yeah, like I, people I, die over that. Literally die. Yeah, yeah, because we, we you can have a gun. That's part. I I used to have road rage. Yeah, and now don't have it because I'm too. I'm so terrified that of someone's just gonna yeah. get out their car. I'd be flipping people off, shouting every obscenity that I could possibly think of, apart from the three words you told me not to say. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, well, I would just I I would lose. What it. are those words? <laughs> just trying to see if I can get you to say them. So you won't <laughs> trick me into it this time. I think the, this isn't even a tantrum, but yeah. the only thing that I can think of is that I, I saw a guy get stabbed a long time ago. Oh my god! And this is this was back in my in my hometown. It's probably fifteen years ago, and I was I was in. It a, sounds like such a nice place. <laughs> well, parts of it is. Well, stabbing's a big thing in England, isn't it? Right, because we don't have guns. Yeah, so there's a lot of big, lot of stabbing. But I was in I was in a lock in in a pub. You guys have lock ins, right? You can stay after hours and not everyone. legally, but yes. Well, the the the, yeah. the, the venue isn't open. Yeah, so if yes. you're with the the, the person who owns, they're not technically owns. not supposed to be selling you anything anymore. Right? They're yeah. just giving. They're just giving not none away. of the bars I ever had. They didn't do that. Right. And we were opposite uh, a nightclub, and so we could oversee what was happening there. And the guy. It was some guy's 18th birthday, and he got into an argument in in there. And they both the people who were in the argument got kicked out. The one dude's wasted, and he's yeah, just of course. Ha- hanging outside the club for his friends to come out. This other guy went home, got a kitchen knife. Oh, my God. Came back and stabbed him outside the front of the club. And we, we watched all this happen. And the bouncers from the club just thought he was some, like, drunk loser. <laughs> Yeah, well, I wouldn't, like on I wouldn't the get... floor of the club, and so this guy was starting to bleed out. Oh, so they they thought he just was right, and eventually they caught. Did on he him. die? He didn't die. No, okay, good. That's did, nice. He, Got he, a big um, boo boo in his chest, though. Yeah, the guy who did it went to prison, and the other the other dudes so alive, still alive. Glassing is big big in England. I know a, a guy that went to prison because he got into an argument just in the street and like hit a guy. In the face with a glass, guy lost his eye. <laughs> God, Worcester's, Worcester has its uh, has its bad parts. The thing about drinking culture in America is you you guys might think it's it's a problem. Yeah. You you guys, I'm talking to people like come on a podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you go downtown on a Saturday night here, and it's it's a shit show. Yeah, it, it's knuckleheads. But the 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 sense of violence and like. I don't know. Carnage doesn't feel like it's as bad as it is on a Saturday night in England. Really? Like, people are pissing in the street, getting into fights outside of McDonald's. And maybe I'm just not out here late enough. Maybe I'm not downtown enough. But I've never thought that American drinking culture is as violent as as in England. I, I guess. I mean, I don't go to places where 
frat boys are hanging out for the most part. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've DJed in some bars and I've worked in nightclubs. And so I, I, I've seen bad, really bad. Uh, but I've never seen me get stabbed. I've seen big fights and, yeah. you know, I've seen skinheads beat up kids. Like that's, that's always not fun to watch, but, uh, uh, no, I've, I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen anybody. I've had guns pulled on me. Ever had a gun pull on you? No. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's terrifying. why I lost the right. <laughs> yeah, that, the that's, right. I've, I've had guns, I've had a gun pulled on me downtown, downtown yeah. Orlando. I've had a gun pulled on me. Cause you wouldn't play the Macarena? No, I, I was just walking along and, uh, it was after the bars were closed and everybody was kind of leaving. And my buddy CJ Masker wrote the haunting theme of Scotch a Good Conversation. And I were walking along and this car kind of was going slowly down the street going, you know, boom, 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 boom. And CJ just started like dancing a little bit because we were a little <laughs> drunk. And the guy pulled up next to us and CJ looked at him. And he was just kind of dancing. He was just like one of the most charming people I've ever met. No one, there's no one who doesn't love CJ. And the guy went step off. And CJ just continued to dance. Step off where? We were just on the side of the road. I guess we couldn't Precisely, be, be yeah. near his car and he pulled up. At least that's how I remember it. And CJ continued to dance. And the guy like had a pistol in his lap and he moved his hand and kind of waved it. Like he didn't point it at us, but, yeah, but like, in my general direction. And my instinct was, you're going to point a gun at my friend CJ? Like I couldn't, I couldn't, like I could see him pointing a gun at me. I just can't see anybody pointing a gun at CJ. Yeah. And with that, Brian, a, a friend of ours who actually I haven't talked to in years, and he did save our lives, sort of, kind of, grabbed us both by the <laughs> collars and just kind of yanked us yeah. out, out of, because Lord knows what would have happened. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't, I would think it was the other way around. I would think American drinking culture was way, because the English have this, this uh, reputation of either being refined gentlemen or just complete hooligans. Yeah. Yeah. So it's but, mostly hooligans? Definitely in think that on the whole yeah <laughs> yeah you're an older country yeah <laughs> yeah kind of hey but i've i've got a better life tip than okay um, than that, the goodwill i don't I forgot that. okay good hit me with that one because I, I wasn't gonna use that if one. you're ever gonna glass anyone yeah always use the butt end of the bottle and okay. go up into the face never smash it like in the movies because okay. you're gonna get glass on your hands the same as if you're using, have you done this the same as if you're using a glass okay Always push the the rim of the glass up into the face because if you if you smash, you're just gonna get glass all over your own hands. Okay, well, that that's that's right up there with I'm gonna commit suicide. <laughs> Always go up and down, not right or left. Yeah, yeah that's sometimes you just gotta know like know this stuff. Okay, well you know if the zombie apocalypse happens, I'm gonna ask you question uh, number two for you. What's something that you'll just never understand about the opposite gender? um in your case uh women all, yeah, all, yeah. all of it i think yeah in my case yeah you got it do you have a significant other i don't know yeah all right yeah i'm not i wouldn't say i'm so hot at the relationship stuff yeah i'm sorry I'm trying, you seem nice i'm trying to you could, i bet you girls dig the accent girls do dig the accent but then they find out oh, this guy sucks so i don't think you suck well i think that I don't think that there's anything that I need to unlike that I can't understand yeah. about the opposite sex. I think that um, me trying to understand what they don't understand feedback loop. I guess <laughs> might be the yeah yeah the but if it was one thing 
it would be um and i guess this this doesn't apply to the opposite sex yeah this applies to anybody with a significant other why um they value the opinions of the outside world and perception more than their partners yeah i guess that's one of my i get yeah i i I, gripes i don't know i stopped trying a long time ago as long as i'm happy it's gonna i it my partner hopefully will be happy yeah and vice versa you know i just i i you know uh i'm lucky like i mean i can't even imagine dating now i can't imagine you you met the girl you came with here for on Tumblr. Like I, that's, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine the, how that works. I've tried the, the, the Bumble and the Tinder and I've, I've never had any, I've had less success with dating apps. Yeah. Than, I, I, than, I, than I've blogs. said it, I've said it hundreds of times on the podcast. The, the moment I stopped trying within weeks, I found the girl I wound up marrying. Yeah, like I, I went, you know, I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do. I'm gonna be me. I, I, my hair all grew into one dumb length. I, you know, I started dressing like I felt like where I felt confident. I wasn't trying to play the game and wear whatever was fashionable at the time. And 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 I guess I, I had a strut that said this is this is me. Right. And I told myself if if someone would accept me as me, I'm willing to make little changes. You know, I'll I'll, I'll wear a different pair of pants or something if that. But it, it, this way, there there was no me being fake. Well, that's how you know it's going to work out. Yeah, well, apparently it did. Yeah. From, from the get-go, you're not wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, everybody wears masks to a certain extent. Like the dating profile is the most amplified version of that. But what whatever online presence you have or whatever yeah. clothes you're wearing, you're, it's difficult to shed that 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 second skin this, to a certain extent but if the, you can tone it down and make yourself the most real version of you that you can do yeah, I, I i like that and one of the, the funny things we're talking about the naked pictures lately i i told my wife every now and then i'll get somebody who wants a headshot like for something like i'll go on a podcast or do something and they're like can you can you send me a professional picture or we'll just take one there's a, a picture of me that i i've seen the, the the proof of it i don't have it in my like possession yet where i'm Behind this thing, I actually had everything set up in the dining room because I do another podcast called Dinner and Good Conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting behind the mic and I got, I got my hands in my lap. I said I have a beer in my hand. I have a hand holding my dick. And and you, and you I look okay, but I'm still, you know, I'm a 52-year-old man. And I told Dina, I think that's going to be my promo picture. I'm just going to send that to people. You can't see my dick. There's yeah. it's, And I, I think that's anything. I if, if, I, if someone asked me for a promo picture for something, if I'm going on a show or something, I don't... I don't think that you should ever like rest on your laurels and feel like a hundred percent, but maybe like, okay, let's do the next thing is a good place. I guess you're always looking towards the future, but being content where you are now is also very nice. When you stop looking towards the future. Yeah. Is a bad place. Yeah. I, when you, if, yeah, if you're always looking towards the future, good place. See, I'm, in a good place now because i realize and i'm not trying to be grim or shocking or anything i realize that my future is sort of limited in the span that you know i my dad died at at 73 i'm 52 so let's say i get i got 10 years on him Mm -hmm. you know that's not most of my life is over yeah i'm very content where i am 
Like I, I like where I am. I like what I do. I like the people I talk to. My home is comfortable. And you know what? We have made our lives simple enough that we can afford to go have adventures and, you know, but we don't, and we don't live above our means. Like our cars are paid for, you know, we, we bought, bought used cars. We paid them off when we can. We don't live on credit cards. You know, it's, uh, I simplified my life. So, I mean, I really think I'm in a good place. Yeah. It's mostly because of my wife, but I, I mean, I do hustle and, you know, I bring something to the table, but that being said, I'm always looking forward. I, I very rarely do I worry about the past. Yeah. It, it's, and it's nice because a lot of people do worry about the past, but you can't fix it. You can't, you can't change the, you can just can't change anything, man. What's the point? You yeah. Gotta, you gotta let it go. I can edit the shit out of it and make that sentence go away if I don't <laughs> like it, but, but you can't fix most things. I like that. I don't like the movie, but I like the concept sliding doors. What's that? Uh, it's a movie. I think it's an English movie, like nineties rom-com uh-huh. where a guy, it's two parallel stories at a split point. Ah. A guy in one story, canon makes it into the train on the underground. And uh-huh. in the second one, the doors shut right in front uh, of him. Yeah, yeah. And like in that split, it just shows, you know, for a limited period of time, how much different your life can be based on one, what seems like fairly insignificant yep. thing. And it's not a great movie. I'm not saying like you guys should go see this, but you know, in my case, what if I, you know, hence started talking. You can, you can to take a, a right or take a left, and you take a left, you go down the street, take a right, get hit by a car. That's it. Yeah, your life can be infinitely better or worse in a million different ways. Yep. So why, why worry about it? It's it's also you know about having gratitude and being happy for the things you have. Right, and ex- and and learning to accept it. Yep, I think that's. But we fucking nailed that one. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. Hey, uh, we're gonna take a break. If uh, normally, if you want to have your music played on Scotch Good Conversation, I would play it. If it didn't suck, you can email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. But because I completely forgot that this was happening today, I didn't pull any, any music. So we're going to go right to a commercial right here. Have you checked out our other podcast, Dinner and Good Conversation? Episode 20 with Dylan March and Tyson Broadford from Pizza Bruno is out now. Here's a sample. How come like we didn't evolve to the point where like some guys have huge, some of us have huge slongs mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of us have small slongs. Oh man. I just I like mean, saying slongs on my yeah. podcast. It's yeah. just, uh, well, I feel like it's just kind of uh survival of the, uh, fattest. The, sure. Right. <laughs> I mean, longest. yeah, I think it's interesting that you, you know, uh, you see, you know, Greek statues and, and, uh, uh, or paintings and and what we typically in today's society think of as male beauty and um, male prowess, yeah, uh, and especially in regards to genitalia, that it seems to be at Why odds, still at odds with. I know, right? <laughs> so politically correct. It's a, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually thinking about this. Like, I don't uh, know. Uh, I, 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 like I a, appreciate how much you're really yeah. taking this. Uh, like, no, I really this I, throwaway I, thing I saw two minutes before you came on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Scotch and Good Conversation is brought to you by the Dewitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. Just call Mo.com. 
And we're back. Uh, this part of the of the podcast is sponsored by Compass Box Whiskey. They make beautiful scotch. Get some. It's available at any decent liquor store, any decent bar. Uh, it will change your world. And your button guy, he will probably change your world also. He makes buttons for your, uh, your uh, collectible shop or your podcast or your band. He is on uh, Instagram. He is on Facebook. Only two ways to get a hold of him. Your button guy is my button guy. He should be your button guy too. Uh, question number four for you. Did you ask your second question? Yes, you did, right? I don't think I did. Oh, then ask no. your second question to me. I don't know what I'm doing. I go. Okay. I go on tangents, man. Well, that's all podcasting. Um, well, I had a second question and we kind of, we almost touched on it before. It was talking about bands. We were talking before about bands that can't like give it up, let it go. Uh-huh. You too. Um, yeah, Bush. I was, my second question is where do you stand on reunion shows? And if you could stop one band, perhaps <laughs> that you love or yeah. perhaps the, because you hate yeah. from doing a reunion show, who would it be? I, when I decided I don't want to see reunion shows anymore, I saw the English beat and I was really liking it. And then I looked around and I saw my contemporaries dancing to <laughs> ska slash whatever the English beat is. Yeah. And I realized it was just a bad, bad, bad wedding reception. Yeah. And and then I really started looking and we all, everybody looked old and weird looking. And I, I thought I looked old and weird looking and I probably did. And this was at least 15, 20 years ago. Uh, and the English speak guys are much older than me, but they were, they were still handsome too. Uh, um, I can't like smoking popes. You know the smoking popes. They played here this year, early uh, this year, late, late last year. Late last year, yeah. yeah. I got tickets. I gave some away because that's how cool a podcast. I'm powerful in the <laughs> podcast community. Got some free tickets to give away. But uh, yeah, they they broke up, and then uh, uh, the lead singer formed like a, a Christian band called Duvall, and that was pretty good. I mean. It, it's it's kind of hidden Christian music. Like if you didn't know, he was talking Pe- about the Pedro rapture. the Lion style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Um, I got Dave Bazan. Oh, yeah. right uh, and then uh, they got back together, and I I was okay with that because they continued on. It wasn't a it wasn't a breaking up because we're having pro- uh, problems. It was breaking up because he didn't feel like he could play uh, secular music anymore. And then he mm-hmm. took a little while and talked to some people and worked. He, he realized that, you know, I think I read an article with him and he said he couldn't bring himself to throw away his Elvis Costello records or his William Nelson records. And he realized that it was okay to play music yeah. and they've continued on and uh, they've made some really, really stellar records uh, and I've seen them a number of times. So I guess I'm not against bands breaking up. Jane's Addiction shouldn't have done it. Um, I wish they didn't do it. I respect them so much. And then they got back together. I saw a peripheral DJ once. That was terrible. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I, like I was shitting on Bush, but it was just kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I don't think they've broken up. To no, do, no, but, but what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is I don't, I, I don't think I'm a music elitist anymore. I, I, I kind of play one on a podcast, Yeah. but if a band brings you joy, I say, go for it. You know, it, Limp Bizkit isn't for me at all on any level but it, it but i can't if, if if it moves you somehow and it makes you happy then yes and if that band breaks up and gets back together more power to them i i don't you live your truth yeah i don't necessarily I, and there was a time when i was like no I, you know the who should stop touring the, the stones should stop touring 
I'm happy the stones are in the world. I, I am. I, mean, I don't know how the fuck they do it, but I, they, you know, they good. You know, if, if at any other level, they're generating income for, for the people who work for them, for the staging companies, for the catering companies, for, you know, local communities that they come in. So good. Music's a good thing. I would rather, and this is because I've done it. I would rather go see a Who cover band than go see the Who. Have you seen the Who? Like live? No. No? Yeah. Just the Who cover band. Yeah. I, I think I'd rather see a Who cover band also, especially old, young, cool, mod, cool, yeah. mod Who. Yeah. yeah. You know who who got back to, and another case that they shouldn't got back together. It made me really mad. And we we alluded to him, the police. Oh yeah. See, I love the police. It, I, I saw him with Paul Simon at the Amway. Yeah, was that terrible? Paul Simon was great. Yeah, because it felt like it should be kind of cheesy. Yeah, Sting. It's just cheesy. <laughs> like like there was a. Like he used to be cool. Oh, he was great. He was beautiful and, and writes it, great lyrics. And, then and then let it go. Yeah. You ever seen uh, the film Bring on the Night? I don't think so. No. It, it's about his first solo tour. And those first couple, like I have them here. Those first couple solo records are great. They're yeah. jazz records. Probably the reason I'm, I that I listen to any jazz is because of Sting and Tribe Called Quest. You know, and it's because of that that I started. Like uh, Sting had Stanley Clark in his band. And I was like, well, who's that? That guy's really talented. And I yeah. started looking that up. And, uh, and you know, they don't need the money. And tickets were like $300 a piece. At what level is that acceptable? <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty disgusting when you, when you break it down. You're like, oh. And all it does is make me want to hate you and make me resent you and the time I spent listening to your music and thinking you were genius. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> the first um, seven-inch I ever had was, uh, Englishman in New York. I love that song. And I was and I was given it. Yeah, almost we, a for, foreboding. Yeah, that uh, record to have in terms of my life in a in a certain way. Have you lived anywhere else besides Florida, like in in the states? In just Florida the whole time. Oh, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I I won that record. I was at this. I was at this. I was a little kid, and I was at a swimming pool, and there was it was like school break. Yeah, yeah. And there was. Uh, a DJ playing music for the kids. It was a record or was it a cassette single? It was a, it was a record. Wow, that's you. Wow. And nice. they had a competition that if you knew what song you were playing, you had to run to the DJ booth. That sounds very DJ boothy. To yeah. to tell them the song, you'd win a record. Well, what's the number one rule about swimming pools? Don't run. No running. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I slip and hit. <laughs> you know how like swimming pool like areas there's always like one step that's super jaggedy and tiled oh so you fucked yourself up <laughs> yeah i fell on that step yeah and hit my chin if this was the united states you would have sued like crazy and the, it was the 80s in england we didn't even know what suing people was at yeah, that yeah. point in time yeah but the thing about blood at swimming pools is oh yeah <laughs> as well that it just dissipates yeah everywhere yeah, and I I've never had stitches actually, but that's the only time they did the they did the glue thing on my face. I got a little patch. And the DJ felt sorry for you and gave you a, a they a gave me four, this, a forty five yeah, that record. Yeah, that, that's it's bizarre. Yeah, it's bizarre that he, he he must have had it. What's on the other side? Do you know what's on the other side? Because I, I don't think that was a single. I bet it's still at my parents' house. Yeah, it was probably a double single. I bet they th I bet they threw another song on there that was like a hit. You know, they just. Yeah, out. that that had to be the, the other side. You just paid more attention to the because it said Englishman in it. Um, question number four for you: What unexpected item, food or otherwise, would be really useful during an, during the apocalypse? 
Well, I know that the, the, the Twinkie is supposed to be the obvious one for the nuclear oh, yeah, apocalypse, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. That, yeah. It's, um, that it's there. It has to be an item. I mean, like, <laughs> food's going to go pretty quick. You've got to go with some longevity on this. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be something that I kind of can't live without. Can it be, like, like Mad Max style? Like, I want... I want the car in the last <laughs> in the last Mad Max that comes with the guitar player on. Sure, and I just want to drive <laughs> that really round. super fast. I want to drive. That's my apocalypse. Yeah, I'm, I'm like. King. I don't think you're going to do well. I'm like king of this apocalypse. Though. Yeah, this guy I, I, is you're, you're shredding. Gonna, you're going to have a cool car, and someone's going to take it away from you. Yeah, yeah, but it, that would be cool. I I posted that uh, that question up on in our Facebook group page, uh, Scotch and Good Conversationalist. And there was a, a Far Side Gary Larson cartoon. I love the Far Side, and it showed that like nuclear bombs going off in the background, and they're in an underground bunker. And the lady's saying, "I told you once, and I told you again. Always, always pack the can opener." <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Question number five for you: You get two pounds of anything in your life, two extra pounds. What do you choose? Um, dick fat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question number six. You got a little dick? No, it's fine. Yeah? It's just fine. I feel like English dicks are bigger than American dicks. Well, the foreskin adds. Oh, you, adds, you're, you're yeah. not, you, you, you're on cut. Yeah, we don't really go down for that whole, that whole It thing. is barbaric. It's stupid, man. Uh, I, but I don't know. You know what's stupid is dick cheese. Right. Yeah. I mean, like. Does it get smelly? I mean, like, if you don't take a shower, sure. Like, yeah. To be, like, have good. Hygiene. I got a really good looking dick, and, and if I, I, <laughs> I do. It's not huge. I mean, it's 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 skinny, but I mean, it's it's I, I I'd say it's average size. I, there'll be naked pictures of me up on Patreon, patreoncom scotch and good conversation. You won't see my dick, but you'll see my hands over it. Anyway, um, I I'll throw in the last inch of my foreskin if people want to. <laughs> I don't donate some extra I, money. <laughs> I don't. I like if I watch pornography, I can't watch like a uncircumcised penis. Oh yeah, you got I, it. I don't know. I guess I want it to look like my dick, and it just it looks like it's like a, one of those weird turtles you see on the side of the road that that their their heads popping out of that weird. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So you'd probably look at my dick and think it was weird looking. I'm gonna say that like it's probably less lube is required because oh. you just have this like this extra amount of smegma. No. <laughs> skin to like it just a little bit more wiggle room you know yeah but it all goes away right when you're erect at least that's what i've seen right, in the movies but, yeah but i when you're in the act of coitus uh-huh i want you to imagine that you're just taking a sock on and off again over and over i'm gonna come so fast yeah yeah it's like but you know you don't it's not like i come fast anyway i can't like imagine skin on like, skin it's yeah like that extra it's like a little cushion in there I don't need a cushion in there. It's it's. I, I need it to be more uncomfortable. Yeah. So I. I <laughs> so you last longer. So I, last, <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine because I've I've heard that. Yeah. That you know it, it it takes away some of the pleasure, but I mean I want to last more than thirty seconds. That's they, they normally say that you should like like think about your mother. I'm gonna think about no, my no, mother no, 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 no. listening to this podcast yeah. in the future, and it's gonna buy me some extra time. I, have you ever had a girl like? Who's not seen an uncircumcised dick? And oh, well, what, what is that monster? I don't know if I. I don't know if I have. Yeah, the general consensus is pro foreskin. I'm going to tell you. Really? Yeah. All right. I've I've had more comments saying that it's 
that they prefer it than anything else. Okay, I don't I I don't think I've ever been with a girl that has been with a dude that's like my time like we were all snipped. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, I don't know why it was just a thing. It was just the thing. It's just the fashion. Yeah, I guess. I have a very fashionable penis. Yeah. People say I have a fashionable penis. Yeah. Yeah, you can take no I was going to do another advertisement. <laughs> you can't see my pictures of my penis. Well, that, that went off on a tangent very very quickly. Where did we start with that? <laughs> um uh if you could add 2 pounds of anything. Dick fat. I don't know yeah. if you'd want 2 pounds of dick fat though. And that yeah. that's going to be like a like a Coca-Cola can. I'd honest I'd like a couple of extra pounds. Body, yeah, body weight. I'd like. I've, yeah, I've, you're a skinny dude, especially up top, like skinny chest. Yeah, if I could stick a pound on each pack. Okay, I'd, yeah, yeah, boom. That's I'd better be, than. I'd yeah. Be, yeah, I bet your penis is nice. Right. Good work, mom. <laughs> two two pounds is gonna look ridiculous. Yeah, it's just gonna be six pounds of penis. Uh, question number six is an email it's sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. Local. They're about Orlando. They're about the cool stuff. About the cool bands. The the cool art. The the, the I, I was there uh, last Saturday and they were having a ukulele jam mm-hmm. and, and so many, I, I heard uh, Johnny Cash on ukulele. I heard Jane says by Jane's addiction on ukulele. I think there was some clash played on ukulele and we were drinking beer and singing. And that's the kind of thing they do over there. Or you can see jazz bands or punk bands or DJs, or they do record trades. It's just cool. It's a very cool place. The Nook on Robinson. It's in the Milk District at 2432 East Robinson Street. When you go in, whether you've been there before or it's your first time, tell them you've heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. This is an email. You want to email us? Email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will read it. This didn't suck. The title of this email is Old Person Stuff. And it says, Peter, I'm seven years younger than you, but I find myself doing more and more old people things. Things like, and then it has a list, driving slow, and it says in the left-hand lane. So that's where they're supposed to be because I've, I've gone off on that. Yeah. I, this one I thought was weird. Wearing a robe and slippers around the house on uh, in the morning, and then it says, so comfy. Yeah, fashionable. Uh-huh. It says, carrying cash. You got... You gotta carry cash. I don't. I normally don't. Yeah, it, at least not one dollar. I normally don't have any cash on me. Got to just yeah. like apocalypse uh, style. Yeah, I know. Uh, and it also says, uh, I, and I also take a nap in the afternoon most weekdays because I work from home, which I think is awesome. I never got down on the nap vibe. It, it, it says, uh, what are a couple things that you guys do that are old people like? And it says, love the podcast. And it's signed from uh, Scott P. He writes me all the time. So thank you, Scott. If you want to have your <laughs> questions answered, email me over at scottsagoodconversation at gmail.com. You do any old guy stuff? I think that my house kind of like looks a little bit like creepy grandma's house. Do you have a lot, like, a lot of stuff? Yeah, a lot of stuff. Hold, hold that thought. I'm going to let her out. Hold on a minute. Okay, we're back. Uh, my dog pee-peed. I pee-peed and then I washed my hands in the in the, the bathroom. Did you notice me washing my hands I when I came the, out? I had the sink running. Yeah, as long as you didn't hear me pee-pee in the backyard. I, talking about old people stuff, now I get to the point where every time Rosie goes outside during a podcast, I have to pee-pee also. Yeah. So your house is a bit like someone who owns a collectible shop. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like a hoarder's house. That's not good. There's a lot of knickknacks. Okay. And I buy because I get this stuff from the Goodwill or yeah, yeah. thrift stores and stuff like that. You know how some people just collect one thing. Yeah, there's not really a filter. Uh oh. I'll just go. That, is there oh. a problem? I don't think it's a problem. 
Can I have all your records? I'll get those off your hands. There's not a lot of records. Oh, you're not doing it right. You're not collecting things correctly. I used to collect records. Yeah. And then I left them all behind in England. Uh Womp, womp, womp. And then... And I can't get... I just can't get back into it again because it... It's too, like, I had too much time. It's, it's, it's consuming. It's all consuming. Yeah. I sold all mine, and this is all I have, and I only buy things that I really need. I've got a few, but I've probably only got 20 to 30 compared yeah, yeah. with, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a crazy collection of back back home, but maybe 300 or something what, like what's that. What's your most expensive thing you have collected? Got, like, Yoda or something? No, honestly, I don't get. Even though I work at Echo Base, I yeah. don't go super hard into the the toys. Yeah, I like mascots. Okay, that's kind of fun. Yeah, like they're called Ad Boys. You've got a little uh, doorstop, which yeah, is the, uh, uh, the HMV, his master's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog. So yep. that's a little that's a little Ad Boy. Okay, so to speak. Mitchell that's, that's, Man. That's fake. It's not real. It's not cast iron. It is, but it's it's not. Uh, it's no real dog. It's not. It's not a real <laughs> one. I've always wanted a real one. I knew somebody growing up who had a big one. His dad got when he was a kid, and I was super jealous of that. I I toned back my collectibles. Like there's like that uh that American Top Forty cookie jar right there. Mm-hmm. That's got Casey Kasem's signature on the back, and it's numbered. I got that in a thrift store. I can't bring myself to get rid of that. And I'm uh, trying to think if there's anything else in here. That's I don't know. That's probably the the most expensive thing. I don't know what I don't know if I've got anything that's worth uh, a lot of money. I had, and this isn't this isn't an old thing, but it was something I sold because I needed the money before I moved here. You know that super hypey brand Supreme? Yeah, yeah. They did a a limited release where they got permission to collaborate with Peter Saville to do the front cover of Unknown Pleasures. Okay, on, yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on a skate deck. Yeah. And I sold that, and I sold it for like a few hundred bucks at the time. And now it's worth a shit ton yeah. of money. Yeah, that was before. That was when Supreme was still skate kids and not hype beasts. Yeah. So well, that's still a thing, though, right? It's still a thing. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I, I don't. I, mean, I don't own any, but I like the simple branding. I like. I like everything about it. It's. it's, it's I think it's cool. Like yeah. I'm not. It just. It just became huge. That's. I don't like it anymore or any less. I just. What's the most expensive thing you got over at the shop? Um, right now, I think it's probably something called a Wonder Bread He-Man. Okay, that sounds fascinating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> precisely, yeah. No, it's it's fascinating. There's somebody out there who's listening who's going, oh my God, there's a Wonder Bread He-Man yeah. there. I need to buy it right now. It was, um, there's, there's almost some mythology. Uh, myth- like, a, like a unicorn or something? Yeah, it's like, like a-, a unicorn that it was some kind of promo that Wonder Bread did before masters of the universe was even a thing oh my goodness yeah mailed away for it and it's got different colored hair and he looks kind of like conan i don't i don't get super deep into it all but yeah. I, I think it's worth like 800 bucks or something oh, that's pretty like cool that. yeah we had the the coolest thing we've had was um star wars in 1977 released the first wave of figures and it was it was 12 figures and they had they're carded and they had each of the 12 pictured. On, oh, yeah, I saw on some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody was worth more than somebody else. I noticed one was like 30 bucks and one was like $80. That was at a yeah. zero. And that's kind of how. Okay. That's maybe how maybe I was, watching, I was yeah, looking yeah. at something else. That's cool. But it was a set of 12, 12 backs. Oh, yeah. That we had. Yeah. And then some guy who was in the, in the collectibles round, but he did autographs and stuff. He's like, I love Star Wars. I need this. I need this myself. And. We say goodbye to it. Oh, good. You know, it's, I, it, I don't know. I, 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 
I'd slim back. Like when I was selling vintage, that whole back room was full of vintage stuff. But I was very careful to not to not be hoarder guy. I think I have so much stuff because I'm convinced one day I'm gonna sell it. Yeah, well, you got to sell it. I was talking to somebody else about this like a couple days ago. Like somebody sitting on the couch, and yeah. uh, he was like, "I got tons and tons and tons of records," and he spins. And it's but there's so much stuff that I don't play because you know I, I don't play that genre anymore. Hey, was like, that Mikey? Oh no, it wasn't yeah, Mikey. I yeah. saw him the other day, and he said that he'd been he'd been over here. Yeah, I love me some Mike. Mikey DJ'd my wedding. Yeah, yeah, he said I was at a wedding with him. And yeah. He said, it's like, oh, I just did this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Mikey. No, this is uh, uh, Tommy Mott. I know Tommy as well, yeah. Yeah, Tommy was in here a couple days ago. Actually, his he uh, we had to cut short. He had to go do something. So he's coming back in on Tuesday. And he's like, I got tons of records. And I was like, well, you know, take... Take an extra hour out of your out of your evening. Turn the TV off or turn off. Get off Facebook for an hour and go is, go through a box. Yeah. And if you find one record worth fifty bucks and you find another one, you you've made a hundred dollars for that hour. You know, versus it's just sitting there and collecting dust. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I got rid of my records. It took me a long time. It took me about a year to sell them all, but I made a made a lot of money. I took a turn around and went to Europe and walked around for a little while. eBay eBay back. This was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you just got to do it. You know, your stuff, the stuff you own winds up owning you. Yeah. yeah fight club. Well, I think yeah. I feel like it can define you as well. So I don't consider myself to be really good at one, at one thing. Yeah. But I need to find value in my life. Yeah. And um, this is like, honestly, it's been a difficult transition for me the last couple of years, like f figuring out my self-worth. Yeah. And one of the things that, I like about myself is that I appreciate things that some people might not see the value in. Yeah, I, I get that. It's a weird thing to find like that feeling that makes you feel good, but but what once once it doesn't make you feel good anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I jokingly say that I'm going to sell it, but I'm never going to do that. I don't know. <laughs> like it, it's I, I if I had my way we'd squeeze into a smaller house. Like oh, yeah. this is Pretty much what it's like most of the time. I go crazy if something's out of place. I mean, like I said, it's it's fairly clean. It might be dusty. Like it gets dusty in here. When you went and let the dog out, I moved something in here. Did you really? So did you really? I don't know. Did I? I don't know. Like I I can't figure <laughs> out. Like oh, that's gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think you did. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, that, I guess. I guess we'll find oh, out. Oh man, you fucked my world up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so besides collecting you do anything else old people like um bowling oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you, bowling you spent thing, in bowling yeah. you like are you in a league or something yeah i'm in a bowling that's league. dumb why yeah yeah like what kind of league like a cool kids league or do you bowl with old people because my mom's 80 and she bowls you know i'm gonna say the demographic is pretty it's pretty leaning towards the old people yeah the old people's side this, are you on a team yeah Okay. Yeah. Are they children or are they they No, that that actually it's a pretty it's a pretty varied thing cuz none of your regular friends bowl. Yeah. You know. So you got to find other bowling people yeah to bowl with. But it it ranges from like 45 to 25 so it's really Are they and are these these people your friends now or are you just bowling buddies? You know, I'd go grab a beer with them outside of it, but um I'm not going on their podcasts. You know, you know what's a shame is you're right near one of like one of the best bowling alleys in Orlando, and they cut it in half. Yeah, I love Colonial Lanes. Oh yeah. my, the, just the bar there was just this. Talking about karaoke, that that they had karaoke. The yeah. bar was a wonderful. I, lo I love that place. Yeah, there there was a two year 
period in my life when they did this thing called Rockstar Bowling. Sunday night service industry night. Yeah, yeah that I, was I, dangerous amount of drinking. I didn't do it, but I wish that I had because I've since heard about it. It was dumb. Yeah. I did it two years in a row. And I, I mean, you're bowling, you, you start at like 10, 30, 11, and then it's two o'clock and you're still bowling and it's a yeah. Thursday and everybody's just hammered, yeah. just... Uh, it, it was so dumb and so dangerous and just i finally i was like i can't do this anymore yeah. it's it's exhausting it's dangerous i had a cleaning company before i had my vintage clothing company before i had the podcast you're a journeyman i know right and uh we were the toilet bowlers i wasn't in the, the service industry but mm. i wanted to have a team so and we had the we came in second to last place the first year and i think we came in fourth to last place my team name's kind of related to that yeah irritable bowl syndrome <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hate us too. <laughs> naming naming stuff is the best part of sports. It really is. Yeah, uh, Scott Scott P, thank you very much. If you want to have us destroy your email, email us over at scottsagoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will read it. You're, well, uh, here's a commercial. You know what makes life better? Craft beer and red light, red light beer parlor. They've been doing craft beer since the beginning. Since the beginning of the craft beer movement, they are... Orlando's original and best craft beer bar. Award-winning in-house brewing. 300-plus bottles and cans of deliciousness, and you can grab some to go. Get some on the way out. Get some on the way home. Get a crowler of something delicious that they made right there. Red Light, Red Light does craft beer the way it was meant to be. Delicious. They're located over on the Audubon Park Garden District. At 2810 Kareen Drive, next time you go in and grab something, tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. This episode of Scotch and Good Conversation is brought to you by the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. Just call Mo.com. End of the year is around the corner. Things are about to get a little crazy. Parties, get-togethers, family. There's no me time. You know what you do? Check out La Femme du Fromage. Go in there and grab a security board. Bring it home. Be happy. Check out Grilled Cheese Happy Hour on Fridays. Grab a bottle of wine. Grab a beer. Anything there is delicious. Their new place is opening up at the beginning of the year, so give them a follow to keep up with events, to keep up what's coming in and out of the shop. La Femme du Fromage is Orlando's cheese shop. They are located at 3201 Korean Drive in the beautiful East End Market. La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's cheese shop. Tell them Scotch and Good Conversation sent you. And your third question to me. Um, one, uh, can I ask two ones a knee-jerk reaction? Sure. Okay. Would you rather cut off your dick or get dicked in cutoffs? Dicked in cutoffs. It sounded so English. I don't know what that means. Like, would you rather someone... Um, cut off your dick. Or um, took advantage oh, of you. Dicked in cutoffs. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I, I guess I'd rather get dicked in cutoffs. Okay. I really like my dick. Yeah. That's probably, I think most people would go with that. I guess, I mean, it depends. I mean, I, when I saw it, I'd be wearing cutoffs. That's also disconcerting. Um, is it, is it like, 
are they going to be nice to me first or is it like a like a like a it's uh, pretty violent yeah i'm not gonna lie okay i don't i i still i think i still think i'd enjoy my penis yeah i'd go with that yeah longevity wise go with that yeah and um you were voted second best podcast in orlando in consecutive years oh yeah yeah every year i've done it okay yeah that means nothing so my question is yes if there was a category for second best podcast in orlando do you think you'd still come second one more time i know that's funny it's only it's not even really a question it's just a vehicle to make a joke yeah (laughs) you were voted second best podcast in orlando in consecutive years okay if there was a category for second best podcast in orlando do you think you'd win it or still oh no still come second second. yeah Yeah, i i didn't technically i won it and didn't win it this year Okay. Orlando, according to Orlando Weekly, I'm the third best podcast in Orlando. But according to the readers of Orlando Magazine, I'm the second best podcast. Oh, okay. The the magazine. The, and I, I'm going to go with the magazine is glossy and mm. slick. So it's it's actually more more important. Yeah. means nothing. I, I literally, I, I've never seen an increase in any of my, my uh, downloads. If you want a trophy from the Orlando Weekly for second place, you have to buy it. They should do the. They should do the. Re- I wish they did like the the ones that they make up because they want to give someone a trophy. Yeah, and yeah. They'd give you the best, best second place. Best second place. Yeah. I, 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 am a pretty good second place because I, I see those things above you, like a, like on the wall above you. I have a listener who sent me oh, those yeah. uh, every time that I win. They, I get something in the mail, which is amazing because I mean, I'm not going to blow up her spot, but she knew where I lived, like. I, when I won the first time, or DJ Dye sent you those. Uh huh. Yeah, she loves <laughs> That's me. So nice. <laughs> and all I do is shit on her. Uh, um, I, 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 and those mean way more to me than the actual winning anything. Yeah. You know, I, uh, uh, it, and I, I, people nominate me, so I feel like it's a disservice for them for for me not to go. Hey, please vote for me. Right. You know. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie; it's nice to win something. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't win things often. I, I was never good at most things. Uh, you know, I I posted a picture on uh, the Facebook group Scotchy Good Conversationalist recently. I, f- I was cleaning out a, a drawer and I found my sixth grade. Uh, I got one of those like things teachers write. You know, that most improved. And you're uh, the second most improved. I know. I, I I was most humorous. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I know. Which I don't even. I I don't never really thought I was funny, especially then. I guess I I have moments when I hit like a, a top, like a funny point. And I also got. I did get second place in the wheelbarrow race on field day. Oh yeah. So I was gonna get those framed and put them up there with my Orlando weekly wins. Yeah. Or second places. So winning second place isn't really winning. Do they still do those, or is it against health and safety now? Uh, wheelbarrow races. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I think that was a, a Trump 2020 promise that he's going to bring him back. Political, <laughs> political correctness gone mad. Only, only because he's the best wheelbarrow racer. He's the number one. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know that he could because he's got the little hands. He'd probably just fall right over. Yeah, he yeah. probably would. Yeah. I, his, uh, his center of balance is all off. No, I mean, I, and you'd have to pick him up. And, and yeah. I feel like that would be, you'd, his ankles would be all weird and sweaty and... and White you'd, socks and you'd probably like squish into them. Oh, God, he's a vile human being. <laughs> <laughs> um, you asked me a question. I'm going to ask you two more. What's something that uh, is offensive, but you're not really personally offended by it? Abortion jokes. <laughs> God. 
I mean, it's just true. Or you said it, I didn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so a lot of times I'll say something, I said it, you didn't. You, I'm, I'm not offended by abortion. I'm not offended by jokes. You know, quite it. frankly, I'm glad it's legal. I'm glad it, it's it's provided by a safe provider. And I think it's necessary in, in a world that we're in. And if you want an abortion, you should think hard about it and get it if you want it. Yeah. But, what was the question? But but but, but jokes are funny, no uh, matter what, no matter what. Yeah. What what, yeah. what was it? Uh, what, what what's offensive? But you're not personally offended by it. Abortion jokes. That that's that's uh. Yeah. I yeah. Think so yeah. Oh, during the, I, I, when I was a kid, there were these whole thing called dead baby jokes. Right. But they weren't abortion jokes. They were jokes about dead babies. Right. So I I don't I I think dead baby jokes are really really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh. I have two jokes that I'll tell you later when we're off, when we're not on the air. Okay, and they are well. I'll tell you one now uh, because I I don't I don't think the, the the demographic that it's about. I don't think they're listening. Um, ha, what what do you call a prostitute with a runny nose? Full. Uh, I'll tell you the other one later. Okay, that <laughs> one's fine. That one's good because I think that's funny. It's yeah, it's yeah, offensive, yeah. but but it, it it's funny. Question number eight for you: Who do you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast? Uh, I, I don't know if you know him or not, but I'm going to say uh, uh, a fellow Orlando chap called Brian Bosch. Do you know Brian? I don't know. I think I know the name. What's he do? He is a um, wonderfully talented designer who works at Corksicle. Okay, I know Corksicle. Yeah. yeah what is, is Corksicle? Someone gave me a business card from them one time, and I blew it off, and I feel like maybe I should have not blown them off. It's like Yeti coolers for hipsters. I thought yet well Yeti coolers are for like people my age who listen to Jimmy Buffett, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay, so these these are for like soccer moms and yoga people yeah. and vegans, right? Yeah, and just like like nice rich and, and it's and <laughs> it's a local thing. To people, yeah. They're it's, from Orlando. I, I really wish that I the guy gave me a card and I think he talked about like made me want to advertise. God, I hope my wife doesn't hear this. They make a really great product i i have no use for one but it's cool um, and I, like, I got one of these things like i drink water out of this and so yeah. like it's it's like a glass thermos with a like i try not to have so much plastic in my world uh and i i try to drink like four or five of these a day so they they would have like a stainless steel one yeah it's like a steel canteen they make them for for drinks as well i'm not sponsored by corkscrew no but anyway. it's, it's orlando so that's cool i'm down what yeah. was his name again brian bosch do you know him yeah. Ask just, Brian if he'll come on. I'd like to have him, man. He is, um, and I I don't want to blow smoke up Brian's ass, but he is the most naturally gifted designer slash illustrator that I've I've ever met. He's The man's a, a phenom, and yeah. I don't think he even knows how good he is. And to top it off, he's the the nicest guy you'll ever meet this despicably nice he yeah shouldn't, he's so nice of a person he shouldn't be friends with me you're kind of like you kind of hate him for being just awesome sometimes yeah yeah i, I yeah. i've got to people like that in my world you know clark or I, I know clark clark's very been well, in yeah. yeah i've had clark and i've had a couple of designers in yeah like if you'd reach out to that person clark is clark's a heavy hitter he's undoubtedly one of the best designers in in florida this clark if he if you don't know about clark he's He's, you know, top 50 U.S. Yeah, I don't know in, why he was in here. In terms of his talent. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I kind of knew somebody, and I knew his wife a little bit because she used to do vintage clothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Brittany. I think her mm-hmm. name is Brittany. And now they have that. What's their company? Uh, Hellcats. Hellcat. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, like the, I like their stuff a lot. He's nice. He's cool. He's 
he's just very chill. Like he's just kind of just hangs and just. But everyone, everyone knows about Clark Core. No one needs to, you know. Yeah, he worked for somebody fairly famous, like Bubble Boy or something like that. Oh yeah, Bubba Bubba. What, what, what was that? What was that guy? Johnny Cupcakes. Yeah, yeah Johnny yeah. Johnny Cupcake Bubble Boy. I, I don't know. No one needs to know about Clark. I'm sick of hearing about, about Clark. Clark Core. Everyone needs to know he's about too- Brian Bosch. Well, 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 we're gonna blow up Brian. Yeah, yeah. please do. Brian's gonna be so famous off he'd, my podcast. He'd be Number so two. embarrassed to come here and yeah. like think that like people want to like come to talk to him as well. That he's exactly the kind of person. That Does he, he know he's yeah. awesome? It's okay to know you're awesome. I don't. I think that he knows that he's good. I don't think he knows just how or like awesome. Or either that, or he's just the most humble in the world. You know. <laughs> I'm like he shouldn't be like he shouldn't be as humble as he is. I feel like I'm either really gonna like him and fall in love with him and have man crush on him, or I'm just not gonna like him at all. If I was yeah. as talented, yeah, as Clark Orr is, I would push my face everywhere as much as Clark Orr does. <laughs> I know. I don't think he was. I don't know. I, mean, I guess I don't run in the same circles. He never I'm jo- seems. I'm joking. Yeah, but I say he's, he doesn't. He seems like really super laid back. He's super chill. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah, he's super, he's super helpful. If you ever need to, you know. You got a project that you're working on you want to run something by him yeah you got to pay him yeah right you got to pay him. they're like, they're like they're, pay him. i i and i i forget who said that but it's like tattoo artists like a uh, uh, good tattoos aren't cheap and cheap tattoos aren't good it's yeah. the same thing with design it's true yeah you know, uh it's it's the i i've got a million design ideas but i don't like a, i got someone who does some work for me and, and i was like every now and then i'll like right i got Got some money. I'll slide it over to you. Speaking of uh, work, uh, remind the kids about all your things. Uh, I work at Rebel Reprints. Work at Echo Base Collectibles. I also work part time at Mama Source. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, um, who, who's, who's the guy? I had somebody from there. Nick. Yeah, Nick, yeah, yeah. Nick he, he's, he's not involved anymore, is he? Is Nick he is Nick is there pretty much day to day at the moment. He's running okay. the show. He's, oh yeah, he um, bought it from somebody else. Was that the thing? It's been a while. Uh, Nick is nick is mama nick is day okay. one okay ground up someone taught him how him I, and I, i'm sorry it's been a long time since i talked to nick he so it, i think it was called something else he okay. bought a screen print set up from another super talented orlando designer who's gone who's left orlando to do great things austin petito okay and uh yeah he bought nick had a regular printing company but this is legitimate printing this is yes like old school he got into the screen print yeah and he got into the letterpress and both of those uh yeah the oldest of old school you know what i I like about nick i mean he's charming anyway uh first of all he bakes bread i do remember that yeah he does (laughs) and i and i put a link in in his show notes do you ever listen to that thing he did with his dad about the flipping birds and the, the pigeons and yeah you know I need to go and listen it's really to it great because I because I listened to him talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, there's links uh, on my Facebook on my uh, uh, website. There's links on the website to it. If it, I hope it's still there because it really it sounds like something from NPR. But I did yeah. see the birds that um, that he made with Blair, who runs Hog Eat Hog. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he made a set I think for his family, and they were they were really they're really beautiful. He's a he is a absolute force that man is a force he's a renaissance man he's he's one of these people unlike me who thinks about things before he says it he doesn't waste words yeah yeah all my words are waste most most of what (laughs) comes out my mouth a lot of it is just padding for me (laughs) there's no padding with him no my words are wearing a fat suit yeah (laughs) nick's (laughs) nick is concise 
Well, did, you, did you have a good time? Was this all right? Yeah. Good. Uh, Rosie might go apeshit in a minute. She's thinking about it. Uh, Can she tell? Yeah, she, see what she's doing? She's getting That's up. It. Yeah. Scott's a good conversation. The theme was written by my buddy CJ Mask. I'm just going to leave it there. A dinner and good conversation. Check out that podcast. It's all over the place. It's like this, but we talk on mic with our mouths full of food. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash gotcha good conversation. You guys take care of each other, love each other, hug each other. <laughs> remember to hydrate and remember to breathe. All right, peace. Production.